Welcome to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. This is for the new earth feminine leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Fay, founder of Soul Meet Strategy. I've grown my multi six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale, become masterful facilitators and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy. Get on my email list at soulmeetstrategy.com and come hang out with me in my community of fellow new earth feminine leaders on Facebook. Now let's kick this off and get this party started. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. Today, I know is going to be a magical and potent conversation. I feel like I have a new business bestie and you're going to love her as well. So I'm going to introduce you first to who we have as a guest here for this special episode with me today. And then we're going to dig into some really powerful conversation around burnout, around building a successful business, around energy, around strategy. I know we're going to get into a lot of magic. So my guest here with me today is Drea Brown. She is a passionate entrepreneur, a digital marketing expert who transitioned from a successful corporate sales and marketing career to creating a thriving digital marketing and coaching business with an emphasis on helping women expand into their fullest potential in both their life and in their business. So as a former number one sales expert in her industry, Drea experienced burnout all the way to the point of hospitalization forcing her to reassess her life and her career. So following this experience, she learned the ultimate importance of leading a fully aligned life and business. With her passion for helping visionary women to make a massive impact in the world, Drea rapidly gained a highly engaged audience of over 600,000 members on social media in just four months. I can't wait for us to talk about this. Her digital marketing and coaching agency skyrocketed from zero to six figures in also just a few short months that empowers women to expand into their fullest expression through video and helping them to realize their fullest potential in business. As a world traveler, a free spirit, multi-passionate woman, Drea has cultivated a unique approach to marketing that focuses on both the energetics and embodiment with the strategy and the soul expansion. So welcome, Drea. I am so pumped to have you here with us today. Thanks so much, Jenna. It's so nice to see you again and be with you again. Today is going to be amazing. And I feel like that was the ultimate bio of bios that gives everyone (laughs) a really good sense of what you're all about. And also, I would so love to hear right from you and from your magical mouth. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Well, like you said, I came from the corporate world and my entire life, ever since I remember, I was obsessed with being successful, obsessed with money. I saw my parents struggle with money, not necessarily because they didn't have money, but because it was just, they they struggled with a lot of lack inside of themselves. And I just told myself, 
I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to be that person where money was going to, it, it was going to control everything in my life. So I just really didn't want that to happen. And so it kind of got the best of me when I went from into the corporate world. I went into sales, I went to marketing. And when you're obsessed with only goals and you're obsessed with only being the number one salesperson and all of this stuff. And like, it, 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 it I had a big ego at the time and it really, it, it got, it 100% got the best of me. And like you said, I, I ended up hospital, hospitalized. And, um, I was at that point when I really got down into like the deepest, darkest hole of my life, I was waking and baking, smoking weed, not like basically like my entire, the, the entire day I was smoking weed and um, I, I got to a point where I was fully identified with my job. Inside of, I would go to my job, talk about my job, obviously, like I'd be selling all day and then I'd come home and then I would be selling or basically just talking about my job. That's it. That's all I did. I was totally identified with being a salesperson, with being in marketing. And it got to a point where I like I, I manifested basically a, a physical ailment in my body, which is carpal tunnel and thoracic outlet syndrome. So I had to take a break from work. That was when everything went totally 100% downhill. It was already to that point of, you know, I was just barely surviving mentally and emotionally, but it really got to a point where I was, my, my whole identity just got shattered because I couldn't work anymore. And it took, it was, I didn't know what I was going to do because I really couldn't work. I just, I couldn't even type on the computer without, you know, crazy amounts of pain in my arms and everything. So it was a really scary time for me to think that I might lose my entire identity. And so that's when I started smoking weed. I lost 22 pounds in a month. And it was just, it was, it was, it was terrible. Like I, I completely pushed all of my friends away. I pushed my family away. Um, and then I ended up in a psychiatric hospital, which is really, it would like when my parents and my friends found out, it was one of those things where they, I was that one person they didn't think that would ever end up there because it seemed like I had everything together. <laughs> I was, I, but, and, and it was, I, I couldn't have been further from the truth. So when I was in that psychiatric hospital, just, I just needed I, like completely burnt out, like burned out, burned out. I knew I had to make a choice that this was either going to be the best thing that ever happened in my life or it was going to be the worst thing that ever happened in my life. And thankfully, I chose to make this literally the, the best thing that ever happened, the most pivotal moment of my entire life. And it truly was. Like, if I really have to think about what was my, like, the darkest, deepest moment of my entire life that changed everything, it was that moment when I was in that psychiatric hospital and I was just looking around at the people around me. I was like, this is, you know, what, how did I get here? What was I doing? And, and, you know, I really had to be really reflective about what happened. And um, yeah, from then I got out, I was in there for about 10 days or so, but I got out and it was definitely not always an uphill journey from there. It was, you know, very rocky and um, went like lots of valleys and lots of peaks. But ultimately, I, um, I, I tried some different jobs, like I was doing real estate, uh, I, I loved real estate, but it just, I just, it just didn't feel aligned. It was just not completely aligned. And then I heard my friends talking about traveling and how it totally changed their life. And it just sounded so different and foreign to me. I think at that point, I'd only gone to a resort in Mexico and Canada. And it just sounded really scary as shit, like really scary. <laughs> so 
I knew I had to do it. I just, I just, it like something felt really alive in me because I just, I needed something for me to feel alive. I didn't have, like, I just, I'd always had a boyfriend and I'd always been identified my job and I didn't know who I was deep down. And I needed something to really show me who I was deep down. And not that anyone needs to go traveling or not that anyone needs to do anything outside of themselves. But in that moment, in that time, that's what I felt like I needed. And so I just sold all of my stuff. Um, for the most part, sold everything that I could and put everything of oh, the rest in storage. And I started traveling the world and I traveled the world on and off for about six or seven years. But mm-hmm. I went with the intention. Yeah, I went with the intention of finding myself. And I, from there, I went and did, I lived in a Buddhist monastery in Northern Thailand. And um, I volunteered for an ayahuasca shaman in Ecuador, middle of the rainforest, which is quite amazing. It just, I, I I really took part in every spiritual experience I possibly could. And I didn't even know anything about spirituality, but I met a guy that talked about Buddhism and talked about meditation and how we're not our minds. And it just, I, I didn't even, I was like, what is this guy talking about? This is crazy, but it's, it's really speaking to my soul. I, I need to know more. And that's when I did silent meditation retreats um, and all of that stuff. So did all of that. And then I got to a point where I was like, uh, you know, I, I wanted to come, I, well, my grandpa passed away. I wanted to come home. And so I did come home and I didn't know what else to do. And so I got a job in sales and marketing again. Thankfully, it was for a little bit of a better company. Well, actually a lot better company than my past companies, but it still, as I was doing, it still didn't feel aligned. Um, and then I manifested getting light, laid off in 2020, totally manifested it. And, um, and right when I got laid off, I was like, I, I, I sent a prayer to the universe. Please give me a social media platform that I can grow an audience on, that I can grow a community on, that I really haven't heard of. Because I don't really... Instagram really never spoke to me at that time. It does now, but not at that time. And nothing... No no social media platforms did. And then I heard the next day, someone was talking... Some people were talking about TikTok. I was like, oh, what is this TikTok? Like, what? what? Huh? Huh? Like, So I, I downloaded the app, spent two weeks on it nonstop. Um, I posted my first three videos. Didn't tell one person, not even my boyfriend, no one. Went backpacking for the weekend, didn't have any service, came back and one of my videos blew up and went viral. And it was, I, I, I couldn't believe it. But ever since then, I started posting every single day. And that's where the journey of the 600,000 followers came in. And for in just four months, it was just, I mean, there's so much that went into that, but it was, I, I had no idea. I had no idea that that's what it was going to come to. Like I would have been happy with just, a thousand followers. Like I literally posted a video. I was like, help me get to a thousand followers because I really wanted to leave live meditation. Okay, and, like um, a yeah. live feature. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I said literally to people. I was like, help me unlock this live feature that people are so nice and so supportive in the beginning. And, and really like the whole journey, they, the, the same people, you know, just kept snowballing into this beautiful community. But um, yeah. And then thankfully I was able to lead live meditations and actually I was able to lead live, a live meditation for 43,000 people just because of TikTok, which is, you know, it, it was like one of those moments that was the happiest thing in my life, but it just really led to all these amazing opportunities. And because of that, I, well, I got to that point of, okay, well, I'm doing a spirit. It was very spiritual. It was like all spirituality where it was just meditation helping people find themselves, going through depression, anxiety, kind of all the things that I went through and trying to help people get through them as well. But I got to a point where I was like, man, I love sales and I love marketing. And I can't, how, like, how do I do this both? 
But so I stopped posting. I don't like, I just completely stopped posting basically cold turkey. And um, I didn't really tell, I almost like, there's almost a little bit of guilt there, but not really. But I, I did, I just didn't even tell my audience why I was doing it. I just needed it for myself. I stopped posting. And then I started a TikTok agency or a video marketing agency for short form videos. And yeah, like you said, I, we grew really, really quickly. Um, and I'm really, really grateful for that. But then I got to a point where, again, I was over hustling and I just burnt out and it just didn't feel aligned because I was only doing marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. No spirituality really involved because my clients didn't come to me for spirituality. And I'd kind of tried to, to tell them it's all energetic. Like it's a lot of it is energetic. You can't like, I cannot give you a hashtag strategy. I cannot give you all of these strategies without you doing the energetic work. Like you have to be also doing the energetic work and they just didn't understand it. And it was just really like, I, I I didn't, it didn't feel good to me to continue to tell them, hey, this is the strategy. This is the strategy. And of course, you know, I, I can't, I, I just can't do that without the energetics. And um, so I just completely burn it to the ground. And this is like kind of me in a transition mode where we're relaunching our brand. And we're now we're doing the energetics and the strategy together. And I'm being very intentional with who I attract into my business. And um yeah, so that is the long story of everything. So, and now, yeah, and now here I am and relaunching the brand, re- like uh, launching a podcast and just getting back on social media and um, attracting the people who I really want to be around for the rest of my life and the type of clients and the type of community that I really want to build. I love all of this so much. It feels like a real, like, full spectrum kind of experience and journey that you've been on that now you're at this place where you're bringing the best of both worlds, bringing them together. And I think this is something so key for so many entrepreneurs is a lot of the time we build businesses in one kind of like niche or or area, often based on our own experiences, whether we're talking meditation or we're talking sales and marketing, but oftentimes we can like funnel ourselves into one area and then we don't really feel complete. We don't really feel fully expressed. We feel like there's parts of us that are being left out of the equation. And then whether we burn out or we get bored or it's just not sustainable. And I've seen this a lot in the last couple of years and me included, there's been so many of us that have had to kind of burn it down and rebuild, whether we're talking totally from scratch, or if it's just more of a in-between process of cleaning up the energetics. But like you said, we really do need both. So I'm really curious, like your work at this point, what, what is going to be the focus primarily moving forward? Like, are you getting back on TikTok and places? Are you doing meditations anywhere? Are you going to be doing an agency still, or is it going to be more of like a coaching mentorship kind of situation? I'm so curious. Yeah. I'm really just surrendering and letting it evolve as it comes. And what what's come up for me so far is in this moment the agency model is not aligned with what i want and and who i want to work with so it's really not going to be that it's actually a lot of it is going to be helping people set up their systems and their own processes to get to the point cuz i was able to do the agency model because i was able to set up my own systems and processes where i just get on camera and then everything is taken care of for me because i'm very much i'm a i'm a manifesting generator I am a visionary. Details, like if you asked me that or told me I had to do a website, my own website, it would literally take me three months to do it or four months. And I would get nowhere. I just spin my wheels because I'm a bit of a perfectionist and 
all that good stuff. But it's really helping people set up those processes where they can just get on camera or or be that visionary, be that big thinker and able to just use their beautiful creative flow of energy, their feminine creative energy and, and have that like just lit, like expand into that beautiful feminine energy and then have those masculine systems back them up and support them. And it's, that's really like, and so a lot of like the clients that I've been working with lately, that's what we've been doing is helping them set up their systems, helping them set up like, okay, like, you know, we're going to find a process, the type of videos or the type of video structures that help you go viral in the right ways, like attracting the right type of clients and then setting those up where you can consistently do it. Cause that's, it really is about consistency. It's really a marathon, not a race as far as social media goes. And so, and I, I see that a lot with people. They they think that they really want to grow as fast as possible because maybe they'll, they'll see my audience or they'll see someone else's audience. They'll see how fast it grows, but it's not, that's not always the case. And it's not always a good thing. It's really not always a good thing to grow as fast as possible. And it's really, it's quality over quantity and, and, and finding a system that really works. So you don't burn out <laughs> as both you and I have over the years. And it, it feels good. Like it really fills you up because a lot of this stuff, like, a lot of the entrepreneurship, if I was doing everything myself, it's not filling me up. And that's where my burnout comes. That's where it comes through is just doing the 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 details, like getting inundated with the details. And I cannot do details. Like I'm not, I would not call myself the most organized person in that sense. So I really just like having those processes. And, um, but yeah, going back to your question, like ultimately it's, it's mentorship um, and coaching, mentorship and coaching as far as like, making an impact in this world and video there's nothing really more powerful in this moment than video that you can actually scale of course being face to face like we are right now that's so pow- like that's so powerful but there's nothing more powerful as far as scaling than yeah. videos i so agree i mean there's so many good points and nuggets in there to illuminate of it's a marathon, not a sprint. And yeah, of course we can have seasons of sprinting and quantum leaps, but I feel like anyone who really wants to have a long-term sustainable business, even if we have those moments and seasons, it's still about the overall perspective of the bigger picture. And I think so many of us can get caught in the weeds. And also so many of us, I feel like get caught a little bit in the comparison trap and it can be so subconscious and sneaky where we don't even really realize that we're kind of in this like weird competitive energy or perfection pressure within ourselves that we need to get somewhere and and I am sure you've seen this too but I know I've seen many inside behind the scenes of businesses that easily have a hundred thousand followers or more in their audience and that does not equate to sales <laughs> like some people yeah uh, but it's like if they don't have the systems if they don't have the right offers if they're not embodied in their message I mean there's so many other things I could speak to in that and I'm sure you've probably seen that too where followers don't necessarily equal sales and I know for me on my journey I've had so many people kind of almost be like shocked, but intrigued because I've never had a really huge audience. I mean, I've been deplatformed for being too awake on places like Instagram. So I've, I've had larger accounts that I've lost, but at the same time, you know, I've, I've always had more of a micro audience yet. I've been able to grow to seven figures. And I feel like to me, it's always been representative of like, yes, to audience growth. Yes. To virility. Yes. To all these things. And there's no point in doing all those things. If we can't actually hold the clients, if we're actually just trying to do it for the number's sake of things. And so I feel like this is where the systems comes in and the energetics that you were 
speaking to and like a permission slip for everyone listening. Like you can totally desire more followers and, and all these things and make sure that you're not obsessing about it to the point that it's actually just creating an unnecessary gap that you could just be making more sales now, regardless of the, the number count as well. And, you know, I'm just really curious, like what, what have you seen on, you know, being an agency owner in the past and everything inside of people's businesses when it came to like the systems, but also the energetics, like, is there anything notable there? Well, it depends on the person and why mm-hmm. they're coming to me, but I would say mostly I mean, it's totally different when people are coming to me when I had an agency model and people that are coming to me now want totally different things. When they when I was with the agency model, it was a lot of seven multi-seven figure entrepreneurs where they literally didn't want to do anything and they just wanted to run their programs, which is totally fine. Um yeah. and and they and they have they had a lot of they really, really loved those type of entrepreneurs didn't necessarily have many in-house type of marketing. They really relied on outside um, marketing, but like, uh, what would you call it? Like, like people like me, you know. Like, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I don't. don't want to call it a freelancer, but I guess technically it is kind of like freelancing. We're service providers. Yeah, more like con- contracting, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And so those are the type of people that would really search for me in that respect. And now, right now, what I'm getting is six figure, multi six figure type of entrepreneurs who they. They're visionaries, massive, massive visionaries, but they just don't know where to start or they just don't want to do it. They just don't like, they just kind of like me where I don't like details. And so I love delegating. I love hiring a team. I love my team. And it's just so powerful when you can have that support. And um, so those are the, those are the main things that I'm seeing with people's systems is a lot of the times they don't have it. And they've just like, they have gotten to this point because they're incredibly talented and they're incredibly gifted at what they do. And maybe they are really good at marketing. Actually, they almost always are really good at marketing, really good at sales, but they don't have the systems, the consistency set up. And so that's kind of where they're they're like, okay, well, how am I going to get this consistency? How do, how do I want it set up? Or maybe they just want more consistent views on their videos because it's 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 really... If you haven't been doing video marketing, you don't know where you don't even it's hard to know, even know where to start. It's like you see all these other people and it seems like everyone has it all together. But, you know, it's there's a lot of people. Most people do not. Most people do not know where to start with video marketing. And like there's so much behind it. It's like, OK, well, how do I start a video? What like what's the structure? Like, OK, how do I post? And and but beyond that, how do I attract the right people with my video? Because like you said, it's it's totally like I have seen so many people with massive audience, like huge millions of people hardly making any sales. And then I I just like, I'm connected with another coach. She has 2000 people in her audience. She's make half a million to a million dollars every year, 2000 freaking people. Like what? Like, come on. You know, that is just, that is it. But she is incredible at sales and marketing and feels amazing about her product. And it's, and that's where the energetics come in. You know, that really is where the energetics come in and just knowing and, and trusting that if you are so intentional with every single thing you do with the message that you're delivering in the video, and that you're speaking to people's heart and you know how to connect energetically with people's heart and you, you, you're energetically aligned in your business in general and you know your offer is the freaking best that you, 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 like you are, it just bleeds through every single cell of your body. And it just makes me so joyful and so happy when you share from that intention. It's, you just surrender to that and you just will 
get the right people in your audience. You'll build a beautiful community and you'll build a beautiful business. And it's going to be incredible. And it's going to feel surreal when you get there. Yeah, that was a total truth bomb transmission (laughs) coming through right there where I feel like it's like preaching the gospel in the best possible way of speaking into the hearts of what, what do people really need to know and hear? Because oftentimes it's kind of all fluffed up in this industry and it sounds so esoteric or it sounds like intangible for people. And I feel like you just did such a good job of illuminating what really matters, but in a way that people can actually resonate with, which is so key. So thank you for saying that and sharing it in that way. And, you know, I mean, there's so many directions we could take this. One thing that pops up for me is on the note of systems. Let's say that there's someone like a six-ish figure entrepreneur who, like you said, they probably have some level of systems in place, but they might not even know it. Like when people are kind of on that cusp, and I see this a lot where they've kind of resisted systems and they've just been kind of doing their business with varying levels of success, but they want to step into this next level of systems and scaling at a high level. Cause I know it's unique to each person, but like, where would you suggest someone typically starts? And like, what is like some examples maybe of what a system is? Cause I actually find so many people, even who have grown past six figures, they have like this Blah. when they think about systems and structure, mostly because so many of us have rebelled from corporate that a lot of people don't even know how to define that within their own like entrepreneurial endeavor in a new way. That is such an amazing question. I, I think so many, when you're right, when people think of systems, especially when you come from like a sales background, like CRM and all this boring shit, and you're like, where do I even start? What the heck does the system even, what does it even mean? And so the first thing I would tell somebody, absolutely, because if everyone listening to this, I would almost imagine like 99.9% of your audience is going to be a visionary because most entrepreneurs are visionaries, not all of them, but most of them go hire an integrator. If, if you don't know what integrator is, it's basically that support. I, I have, well, I'll go into it. Like my integrator is like the most amazing person in the world, but it's, it's that person that is going to take care of the details for you. And where you, because we can spend so much time with technical issues, with setting up our Calendly, with little, like little tiny details that we, it, it takes us so much energy as visionaries, as people, big thinkers that we, we, we all, we don't even feel like creating content, like forget creating content. We're like, we're so, we're so inundated with all these other details. So get yourself an integrator, number one. And then from there, have your integrator hire the other people that you need. You don't really have to spend a lot of money to get an integrator. Like there's a lot of amazing, incredible resources out there. The um, onlinejobs.ph is one of my favorite resources that I recommend to a lot of my clients, especially starting out. Because you can do it when you're like it, you, everyone, there's no excuse for it, one person not to have an integrator. Not one, not one excuse. Like you can afford $5 an hour. If you can't, then go get a job on the side. Go get something that can help you pay the bills while you pay this integrator to help you do all of these other things to actually help you set up your business because you have to set up your business. If you're not going to set up your business, your clients and yourself are going to be screwed down the line. Because when you get a viral when you get a viral video and you get a lot of people into your funnel and they're buying your programs, you will be screwed because it's it's not going to be lasting and you're going to make like, "Oh my gosh, like I just made six figures this year, but then next year it's going to be shit because no one wants to come back because it wasn't set up right." And so, once you get an integrator, that integrator can hire, for example, um one of my clients I helped her hire an integrator on onlinejobs.ph. And then from there, that integrator hired a video editor. 
and a copywriter and uh, operations manager. And so from there, once you have whatever team, but not everyone needs the same type of systems or the type of team members. So it really depends on what you're doing. So if you are a content creator, what I would recommend is doing an integrator and then a video editor at the minimum, like video editor, content creator. Um, and y- again, you do not have to spend a ton of money to do this, but it is so helpful. And I I took a while when I first began my, my business, it took me a while to actually seek support because I'm very independent and I like to burn myself out apparently, but it took me a while to seek support. And once I did, I was like, oh my God, this is why everyone says this. And it just, it's it catapulted my business so quickly. And every single decision that I want to make in my business, it just, it's so fast. It can be so much faster. And I think that's where a lot of us get, we just, we struggle because we're not making decisions fast enough. So once we get that integrator and once we get that video editor, what I love then get a system. When I say system, it can be Trello. It could be Monday.com. It can be Asana. We use ClickUp. We're obsessed with ClickUp, but yeah, you do too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. ClickUp is amazing. And, um, but you, you will need your integrator to set it up. And so that's where you have to make sure that you're hiring people based. Again, everything goes back down to intention, everything. And I mean, maybe I should even back up a little bit, but before you even hire anyone, make sure you're really clear about your mission. Make sure you're really clear about your value and like what you're trying to do in this world and the type of people. I literally have values. I have 10 values of the type of people or just like what my company, the type of people that work with me, what we exude into the world, like what we, what our morals are, what, what our purpose is. And, um, and so that's really important to hire people based on that. You have to hire people based on that. And it really, it really truly is important. We'll make all the difference to really set up that base foundation and have like a really good intention of why you're hiring and who you're hiring. So doing that and then, yeah. And then going, sorry, I don't want to like do too many circles, but going back to the systems, then setting up ClickUp or I'll, I'll just talk about ClickUp because that's what we do. And that's what I recommend to my clients for the most part. But you are going to need that integrator to go in, learn how to do ClickUp. And the most amazing thing is I sit down in my, down on my day, like I'll sit down in the morning and I'll look at my board and it will have all of my to-do lists that my integrator has given me from the days before, or like, you know, like all the approvals, like here are all the approvals for all the videos I've done. Here are all the podcasts that I've already done. Here are um, everything that's about to get scheduled on post uh, social media. And it's really incredible when you can harness your energy literally just for creating and just for maybe adding some beautiful words into your copy and and only connecting to people's hearts. And again, not having to do all the details that take us way too long and just suck up our energy. And that is when, that is really honestly how you're going to get burnt out is if you're going to continue doing those details and not setting up systems and and not allowing yourself to be in that content creation process. Yeah, I feel like so much of this comes back to cleaning up energetic leaks. And like you said, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Like I totally agree. Most of us are pretty visionary kind of people. So majority of entrepreneurs don't like all of the little tasks and the details. I feel like, especially in the coaching healing kind of industry, most of us didn't get into this industry to be marketing and salespeople, let alone administrative people, et cetera, et cetera. And so even though a lot of us have pretty decent marketing skills, and I do feel like there's some important overlap here that even if we have the best team, like you said, we still want to be able to infuse our essence into it. We still need to bring us into it. So some basic marketing sales, I feel like is important for most 
business owners, but in terms of a lot of the back end stuff, I, I feel like nine times out of 10, we all don't really need to be involved in that. And there's people who are not wanting to build a coaching and healing business who are really passionate and really skilled at those integrator and assistant and managerial kind of skills or the graphic design, et cetera, et cetera. So if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, I got to get myself an integrator, a question for you is if they're going on and looking for an integrator, is that what most people would actually be like advertising themselves as, or would it be mostly like a VA OBM kind of person? And on the flip side too, if someone's listening to this and maybe they've been working with a VA or someone who has the potential, but maybe they just haven't been empowering them. Do you feel like this is often for some people like a training opportunity within their existing team to like better delegate and empower their team to like be that integrator instead of maybe like micromanaging and mothering their team that I know can happen a lot? 1,000%. Oh oh my gosh. I I am the opposite of micromanaging. I'm like, you go figure it out basically in the most loving way. But my, yeah, it's, it's really, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the amount of talent that is probably already in your team is incredible, but you just have to give them creative space, just space. We have to give them space and you'll never know how truly incredible someone is until you give them space. And if you do give them space and they're still not incredible, it's probably not the right fit. So that's, yeah. So that's one thing, but Going back to the question, if, is it an OBM or is it a VA or is it do we actually advertise it as an integrator? Again, it depends on your business. If you want a business partner, then integrator is something that you would definitely advertise. You know, and, and when I say advertise, I mean you go into groups and you actually network for an integrator. Like you, you see what type of people are out there, what type of people maybe have already built a business or have an experience of working on the back end processes or um know know how to set up systems, like really setting up systems and dealing with all the backend stuff. So you could do that. Or in my in my experience, I actually it was it's kind of crazy. I just posted for a VA. There's a VA and she happened and but I really made it like the type of post I always post is like for, totally 100 percent from my heart. And I really put all of my love into the post and I really manifest that person. Like I know exactly the type of person and the way it feels when I get that person in my business and how it feels when I work with them in my business. And I write that post from that energy. And um, the, yeah, she, she, I, 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 I'm every single day I pinch myself because she is, I have nothing like, she's the most amazing person, like literally the most amazing person. She just keeps me just on my toes every single day in, in the most amazing way. And um, she's one, I, I just, I would love to everyone's every single woman out there, entrepreneur out there to have that level of support because it really is everything. I, I just could not imagine my business. I wouldn't have this type of business I have without this type of support. And there's no way I could ever make it to this point without le- level of support. And really, it does humble you. It humbles you a lot, a lot because you always think you could do it by yourself. I was definitely that person who thought I could just do everything by myself. Um, but it's the, the difference of levels of how you can really get ahead with an integrator or with, with someone just at least doing the details. So again, it, it really depends, but at least get a VA, at least get a VA at the very minimum, just to do the back end work. Yeah. As you're saying that, I feel like such an important reminder comes through for everyone listening that it's like this subtle scarcity coding oftentimes as women, where we're not allowing ourselves to have support. 
And I really feel like our, our spirit, our soul is looking at us or watching us when we're saying, oh, well, I really want to make X amount of money or have this sold out launch or scale to this and is literally looking at us like, girl, you're so unsupported right now. Why would we 10X that and like 10X to your burnout and level of feeling unsupported, like totally not sustainable. And so I feel like a, like a principle of wanting to scale is support. Like, I think you've hit on something really really important here that from the energetic side of things for us to actually step into that. Sure. We can hustle and grind and kind of lie to ourselves to a point, but like we both know, eventually there hits that freaking point. And if we want something to really be sustainable, we have to get comfortable with feeling safe, being supported. And that usually starts with these micro moments, like what you're talking about even if somebody doesn't have a huge budget, it's like, could you bring someone in for an hour a day? Like, could you bring someone in to do a couple things a week to support you to like get some stuff set up? Like, I think sometimes people associate this with now they have a 40 hour a week employee, um, you know, at 50k a year, and they're like, I'm hardly paying myself that. But the reality is it can be, I think, and let me know what you think, it can be a really easy thing to introduce that doesn't have to break the bank. Absolutely. Like if you wanted to hundred dollars a month and you could have so much more done with your time and just like the things that drag you down and literally suck out so much energy. Like what are, that's what I would do is make a list of the things that are sucking your energy the most and then find someone to delegate that to. And you really can, like you can find $5 an hour, $4.50 an hour. And that doesn't sound like a ton to us, but it's a lot over there in that kind of, like in the, for example, the Philippines, I love the Philippines. Um, they're incredible English speakers and they're super loyal. Like the, the amount of integrity they have is incredible. I can't say for everyone, but the ones I've worked with, I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, that that's amazing money for them, like really, really good money for them. So just like also supporting someone else in a different country, like I feel good about. And then, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I I really think it's about expanding the horizons allowing ourselves to think bigger and not just being on this employee mindset hamster wheel where so many entrepreneurs have literally created just another corporate job for themselves to feel overworked and underpaid. And I definitely think in this industry, that is generally not why we all get into it. It's because we want to spend time with our clients. We want to spend time, you know, sharing our inspirational message with the world, which on that note, I feel like this is a good quick question to ask since you do have so much expertise in video content, viral content, making consistent content, what would be your top tip or two for someone who let's say is putting out content at varying levels of success, video content, and they want to take it to the next level? Like what would be your top tip or two for them to start to maybe move more into the path of virility or consistent content creation or higher quality content creation, especially if they're somewhat of a solopreneur, somewhat doing things themselves, maybe investing in video editing. But what would you say would be kind of like that next step for them to be more intentional with their content creation? That's an amazing question. The the number one thing is I would look at which videos have been doing the best. And seeing, okay, if it's been doing the best, are they are they producing leads? So that's that's by far the, the best thing that you can do for your account is look at all the videos. And there's so many tools that you can use that will literally rank your videos from best to 
to worse performing. And then you'll find you'll find different things of like the similarities between videos that are doing the best of your account. Like, is it the hook? It typically 80% of your video is going to be about the hook. It's going to, you just have to pay attention to the hook. And, and sometimes you almost hate to say that because, you know, we're, we're, we're spiritual people and we just want to be flowy and we want it to be intuitive, but really paying attention to what the hook was in the very beginning of the video, the first three to six seconds, what was that hook? And what are the similarities between your top, let's just say 10 best performing videos? And then did they bring in clients? And so the coolest thing is you can consistent, anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. Just you have to post content though, to get that data. That's and, And if you're in the beginning and you haven't really posted a ton, like just post something, anything, and then start looking even like a hundred views. Why did this one get a hundred better view, more views than this other one? And then just keep doing that and keep doing it. Cause that's exactly how I built my account. I just kept looking at every video and I would, I would be, I would probably watch my videos 50 plus times because really, cause I would just, I study meticulously my videos and then other people's videos and ask myself, why did this video get more views than this one? And it's going to be between the hook and then also watch time. Cause most of us already know that th- these platforms want to keep us on it for as long as possible. So what I would do is I look at the hook. Did that, did the hook, was it good? Did it hook people in? And you can look at your analytics as well to see how long people are watching your video for. And then from there, what I would do is ask myself, okay, well, ask when did people drop off from the video? And when did it start to get boring? Because you can actually feel the energy of your video. Everything is energy. You can literally feel the energy of your video and feel when it's starting to get stagnant, starting to get boring. When would people scroll? And I always ask my team, like my video editor, I'm like, oh, you know, continuously ask yourself, would you scroll? Like, keep watching your video. Does it entertain you? And every, I, I, everyone's different. Like, all strategies are different. But typically, I say to switch something in your video every three to five seconds, probably every, at least every three to five seconds, at least just do like a subtle zoom in, a subtle zoom out, like maybe like switch up some of the writing or uh, maybe do a stock video in the back, just something, just switch up something just to keep people, just continuously pull people in. Because that's really what it is. Like this video is continuously pulling people in or, but sometimes the power is 100,000% in only the message. And you can feel that too, where you don't have any transitions, but there is nothing else in that message where the whole video, it was like, it was a magnetizing. And to do a transition would only butcher that message or it would weaken, it would water down that message. And so it's really becoming really super, super, super reflective with your videos from a curious, non-judgmental standpoint, which is really hard to do for a lot of people. But when you can get there, it's everything. So coming from a non-judgmental standpoint, looking over your analytics, again, like hook, watch time. Look at your hook and look at your watch time. And then when you find a video that does really well and you can consistently do that video because you can make series off of these videos, which work really, really well. So um, for example, you could maybe you have a, let's say that you are um, like a spiritual entrepreneur, you're a meditation expert, and you say, these are the best five meditations that you um, that you need to start today. And that video did really, really well. So you can start a series like, here are the best five meditations that you can start today, part two, part three, part four. And the coolest thing is you can start adding lead magnets on the back end of the, your best performing videos and or or whatever you want to promote. And that's what I do with my clients is because I've I've, just with one video or two, I've done this two different times with two videos. Um, I 5,000 email leads per 30 second video. 
that's that's like wild, you know, free organic marketing. Like just just because I found something that was really speaking to people's hearts. And then I posted the similar type of video and I put something on the back end, a lead magnet. And then from there, you know, doing a masterclass and all that good stuff. But it's it's really amazing what you can get from organic marketing if you know what you're doing and and you know how to do it consistently. It's really about consistency, like you you keep saying. It really is. That that was pure gold in itself. I feel like everyone listening to this needs to just like take that in one more time. Okay, I have two two final things. One, just when you were speaking to that the power of sometimes, like you said, sometimes it's kind of our video editing and like keeping people engaged, which I feel like probably 80% of the time is the key factor to people's watch time and staying engaged. And that's where the analytics will tell it. And then, like you said, sometimes there's this source channel transmission and we're not even really trying and it does so well. I was thinking as you were saying that, I'm like, yeah, that's so true. My husband has a really viral video. I, I haven't looked in a while. I think it's around a million and it was the most random video that was totally unplanned. And it was him literally touching a tree, talking about the power of trees. And it's like, I don't know, a 30 second video. And he's talking about trees. It was totally off the cuff. There was no fancy editing or anything. It went so viral. And I think the coolest thing with it is like on platforms on TikTok, you know, people can reuse sounds. That's what made his go so viral is because people loved his words and his message so much that I think there's been like 100,000 people that have used his audio doing their own tree touching video. And then I'll open up Instagram and there's tree touching videos and people are hugging trees and his, I can hear my husband's voice. And there's literally been people in the streets where we live being like, hey, you're that TikTok tree guy. <laughs> and to me, it really shows the power of the message that I feel like, especially if it's compounded by us also paying attention to the analytics and in most of our videos, having those kinds of things to keep people engaged, it's so, so powerful. And it's a reminder for everyone to not overthink it and to actually just look at your analytics and see what works based on your style and start to do more of that. I feel like in this industry, people are scared to be repetitive when that's actually one of the key things to consistency and also to feel empowered that you haven't actually run out of things to talk about because you can just keep saying the same thing, <laughs> literally the same thing or like the yeah. same thing in different ways. And I, I feel like that's so key. I was reminded of that recently where I've been back in Canada for almost 16 months and it's pretty obvious that I'm in the forest mountains of Canada and not in Nicaragua. And I'm pretty active on social media. And I had someone message me the other day and they're like, oh my God, are you not, are you not in Nicaragua? <laughs> and they engage with my stuff all the time. And it's like, it's a reminder, like we can't really be too repetitive with things because people are so hyper distracted and saturated with their intention that we can literally keep saying the same thing. And I love your tip that if people have had something do well, make a series on it, do a part two, do a part three, which leads me to a question for you of when you're talking about lead magnet on the end, I know this could be a whole podcast in itself, but can you just give us like the cliff notes example of like, what, what might that look like? Someone has a pretty successful video and they want to make more videos like this or a part two. And they want to actually make sure, cause maybe the first time they didn't really have a call to action and it wasn't going to a lead magnet. Like what would be your top tip that you've seen work for you or clients to actually 
help if you're getting the content piece nailed and the visibility to actually then get people to a lead magnet from a video? So there's two ways. You could make videos based on your lead magnet that you already have and try to find a viral video within that or videos that do successful and get your your target client. Or you can make a lead magnet based on what videos are doing well. And that's what that's what I did. There's not a right or wrong way. There really isn't a right or wrong way to do this. But um, for for my own business, but my clients, you know, all my clients, we all do different things in terms of that. Some people do that other one, and or some people already have a lead magnet, and then push, you know, make videos based on that lead magnet, and then for me like that. But um, yeah, so what I did is I just looked at the best videos that did the best, and I was like, okay this was back in my spiritual business when I was doing more spirituality, but I I noticed that my audience, a lot of them were exhausted empaths. That was the main thing that I kept, that kept coming up, very exhausted empaths. So as I made a masterclass for exhausted empaths, a three-day masterclass to help them release energy and, and become just lighter in their bodies and all these energetic, beautiful um, things that they could do. And I put that on the back end of five signs, you're an exhausted intuitive empath. Five signs, you're an exhaustive, intuitive empath. I gave the five signs and I said, if this is you, I, I made a completely free masterclass that's going to help you. Here's where you're going to find it. And making that pretty quick at the end. But I, yeah, it, I mean, it's it's amazing how well that will work once. But again, you can't just, you can't just go on social media and just ask, ask, ask. Like, here's my lead magnet. Here's not, I mean, you really do, you, you absolutely need the data. You need the data in the beginning because you'll never really get the data if you're, coming at it from a grabby energetic mm-hmm. standpoint. And um, it, yeah, so I definitely, definitely look at your top performing videos, see how you can make them better every single day. See how you can get 1% better every single day. Know that you're not just a coach or an entrepreneur. You're also now a creator. And I think a lot of we we don't, a lot of us don't understand that, okay, yes, now we're creators because really the, the total business landscape have completely changed. And a lot of us are, it's really hard for us to understand that we're also creators, but we really are completely creators. So knowing that you're creators and um, yeah, it's just, and then and knowing the energetics are so much a part of that as well. We expect, even with the lead magnet, like knowing like the energetics, like you, you have to make sure the energetics are down when you're promoting this lead magnet. And it's not from a place of, I want you in my email list. Like when I do, when my clients and when I do it, like the, our energetics are super squeaky clean when we promote that lead magnet. It's really, it's from a place of, I just want to help you because you have this massive problem and I've uncovered it through my content. And here it is. You know, I'd love for you to join me if it feels good. I love that. There, There's so much in there too. And I, I want everyone to really take that in that this goes down to the fact that you have to actually put content out so that you have analytics and data. You can't just throw things up. And or you can't just throw things up all the time, but be in this like needy energy from it and not actually giving true value, just kind of keeping it surface level. I really feel like we're in an era where you can't really over give, um, but we do also need to be mindful of the delivery so people can actually consume it and then be curious to become a client. And then, like you said, we need to actually give people congruent invitations. It's not just like, hey, join my email list or my newsletter or whatever. It's like, what is, what's the problem and what's the solution that I've actually created? And I find, especially in like the spiritual entrepreneurship community, there's this, I don't want to do pain centric marketing. And I really feel like there's 
there's a new paradigm here where we can be aware and sensitive and compassionate to where our people are at. And we don't need to like hit the pain over the head. It's like, we can be aware, but still relevant and really speak to the vision and the dream state and where they're going to go. We don't have to just be like, you suck, you're stuck, you're suffering, you're broke, like hitting on that. And so I really love how you explained and phrased that in a way that I feel like is really empowering, but also realistic. Like we still need to be relevant for people to actually take the time, especially in this day and age to watch a masterclass or give their email for something. So we want to actually get the messaging piece clear. So gosh, there was so much, there was so much good stuff in there. Before we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts, words of wisdom that are flowing through you as we complete this together? Hmm. I would say get the energetics down first, know your mission and, and allow it to expand into every cell of your entire body every single day. And really when you can set that foundation of having those type of energetics and and knowing that you are here to make a massive impact and, and coming, I mean, I guess it'd be visualization, manifestation, whatever it is, but make your every single day from that place. And feeling already fulfilled, feeling already successful, feeling already happy, you know, Mm -hmm. making it more about happiness and success and knowing that you're coming from that place and that you're really just trying to add that you just want to add a massive amount of value to people's lives and build this beautiful, supportive community of women just like you. And just again, like, like having the energetics right. And then just knowing that all the other things are just pieces and all that, you know, the strategy is just a piece, the process, the processes are just a piece. Everything is just a piece, but when you have that energetic, when you have the energetics down, it's, it's, it's everything. It really is everything. I so agree. It's the foundation to all of it. And it's the domino that keeps things moving forward sustainably. It's what keeps us tethered, even when things don't go to plan, even when things feel hard. And I feel like it's the thing that can keep us on the right track so that we're not burning out and all the other things that I know many of us have experience. So I feel like on that note, tell us where, where are you hanging out the most at this point? What do you have going on? Where can people follow you and connect with you and all the good stuff? Yeah. So we have our own podcast, which is Aligned Empire. So yeah, you can catch us on this. We talk about very similar topics um, that we're talking about, just energetic strategy, all of that beautiful stuff. Um, And you can also find me on Instagram at Drea Brown official and TikTok Drea Brown official. And I don't know, I think I have a, we're getting, we're getting a Facebook group, but doing that. And if you guys want, um, I'd love to give a free, free gift to you guys, but yeah. So, um, so it's just, it's, it's just an activation. It's an activation to really get into, and it's specifically for creating content. And it's, I, I give it to all of my, my VIP clients. Um, it's, it's just, it's such a beautiful, powerful way of getting into that energy where you want to start creating from. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's like a 10 or 15 minute activation that every time I, like my clients use it every single time they start to create. And it's just, it, it creates some incredible impact and it really, it, it helps you find you that creative power of where maybe you are just channeling amazing messages or you're really connecting to people from a place of wanting to help them and just magnetizing people ultimately. I love it. Okay. Well, let's, let's link that as well in the show notes and everyone listening. I encourage you to make sure that you're connected with Drea, go follow her in all the places, grab her free activation and definitely subscribe to 
her podcast. So Drea, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to drop so much value and to share your story with us as well. I can't wait for everyone to share with us and feel free if you're listening, tag us on Instagram stories and all the places. If you loved this episode, we would definitely love to hear your takeaways and I'm sure we'll be collaborating together again in the future. So until next time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jenna. This was just fantastic. I really appreciate it. Yay. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meet Strategy podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meet Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.